Welcome to the Sisters of Christ podcast. I'm Jeanette Bordeaux, your host. This is the podcast where you can come and have your faith stirred up and be encouraged by sisters like me and other amazing women that we have on the show who share advice and testimonies. Our hope is that you leave here more on fire for Jesus than you were before. Now get ready to be encouraged with today's episode. Hello, sisters. Oh, it is a joy to be back with you this week. And I'm going to talk about being fathered by God. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, this morning I was sitting outside and just enjoying the beautiful, you know, cool breeze, the sunshine. And I just really felt so strongly. Um, that a lot of us need to know God as a father. Um, maybe you knew him as a father, or maybe you've known him as a friend, um, and maybe you knew him as a father previously, but you just kind of drifted away from that really that like aspect of the relationship of knowing God as your father. Um, but it's so important uh, that we know him as our father. Um, because if he's our father, then we're his children and he takes care of us. Um, if we don't know God as our father, then we start to act as if we're our own provider, as if we're our own comforter, as if we're our own keeper, as if, um, our life belongs to us and we just get to decide whatever we want. Um, if we see him as father, then that means we see him as, as ourselves as children. Therefore, we don't enter into that place of striving for things, but we go to the father and ask our dad who has um, abundantly more <laughs> for us than we could ever think or imagine. And maybe it's hard to... Um, um, grasp the fact as him as father, but it's so important that we do this. Um, and also not just that, yes, he's a father, but he's a good father, like with perfect love for you. So I just want to read the scripture from Romans eight fourteen, in the passions translation, um, sons and daughters destined for glory is the title mark on this. And it says the mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulse of the Holy spirit and you did not receive a spirit of religious duty, leading you back into fear of never being good enough. But you have received the spirit of full acceptance. And I love this. And in um, the another version, it says the spirit of adult complete sonship, um, as in fully grown sonship. <laughs> sonship, the Aramaic can be translated in the spirit of consecrated children. For you, um, leading you a spirit, leading you back into the fear, never being good enough, but you've received the spirit of full acceptance. Or I feel like there's, I think there's another verse or another translation that says full adoption, enfolding you into the family of God, and you will never, never feel orphaned again. For as He rises up within us, our spirits join Him in saying the words of tender affection, "Beloved Father." Some translation says, Abba, Father. For the Holy Spirit makes God's fatherhood real to us as he whispers into our innermost being, you are God's beloved child. 
And since we are his true children, we qualify to share all his treasures for indeed we are heirs of God himself. And since we are joined to Christ, we also inherit all that he is and all that he was. We will experience being co-glorified with him, provided that we accept his sufferings as our own. Yes, so there's so much promise in being a child um, from the scripture. There's so much um, glory. (laughs) First of all, let's just look at that one more time. Is it says um, so many, there's so many good details in here. But one is that you're never going to feel orphaned. So um, that orphan, you know, lies or a lot of people call it orphan spirit, um, tries to come in and um, accuse you, right? It's totally demonic. It tries to accuse you of, um, or not uh, accuse God, really, that he's not a good father. So he tells you lies like, oh, you're not safe. You're not secure. Um uh, you won't be provided for. So this can be worry. This can be doubt. This can be fear of lack. Um, all these things try to come in. And really what those thoughts are um, is just, it's unbelief, yes. But it's also like, if you think about it, it's it's really just, go. it's saying that God is not a good father. So we really have to uproot that belief that God is not a good father. And What's so important here, even is seeing God as a father, is receiving his love. So fatherly affection and love from a perfect and good father. So can you even, we probably can't even imagine a a perfect father, to be honest, just based on our own experiences in, in the world. I don't know if we have that perfect example, but God is the perfect father. And we read about his love literally all throughout scripture. The Bible is all about God's love for us. (laughs) And it ends with him. The whole purpose of bringing Jesus to die for us was to be close to us and live within us. And when we die, he totally defeated death so that whenever we die, we don't, you know, experience torment. You know, in hell, we have the gift of salvation that was given to us by God and it secures our our future. It secures what's next. We're not left as orphans because if you're an orphan, you don't know, you know, where your next meal is coming from. You don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. You don't feel safe. You don't feel secure. You, you're constantly questioning like, oh, like what am I going to do next and fending for yourself. But as a child in the father's house, come on, Jesus, in the father's house, the fridge is full. Yes, the closet is full of clothes. The love and affection never ends. So I just feel like a lot of you just need to come back to the Father's house today. I feel like you've been um, striving and whether it's striving, being led astray, being led to other things, searching for other things because you just don't understand the Father and his love for you. So Jesus, I just pray right now that you encounter every listener with the Father's love and the Father's heart and the deep, deep, omnipotent love that you have for them, God. 
Yes, Lord, that you just encounter them right now and they feel your your presence and your peace, the peace and security of knowing that they are fully loved and accepted by God. They are chosen before the beginning of time, Lord. You are their father. You want to provide. Also, the father wants to spend time with you. He wants to sit down with you. It's not about doing for him. It's about sitting with your father. He wants to sit with you. He loves being with his kids. Notice I said that, being with his kids. So I feel like today is just a day of coming back into the father's house, leaving, you know, the striving, leaving the got to provide better for myself, knowing, and maybe for a lot of you, it's the first time of knowing God as a father. He's not someone who's angry with you or mad at you. And even just asking the Lord, like, what, what is blocking me from seeing you as father? Like seriously, take time and ask him this. Sit down and talk to your dad. Talk to your dad. He wants to talk with you. And he likes talking about all the things. Like he loves you so much. I'm at like you come home from work. He's like, oh, tell me about your day. Tell me about your day. Tell me what frustrated you. Tell me what you loved about it. Oh my gosh, let's cook your favorite meal together. This is a de- let's go out for ice cream. This is the father's heart. This is a father's love for you. And a father also brings correction in love. He does it in love. He doesn't do it with condemnation or guilt or shame. He does it with his love because he wants the best for you. Yeah, just feel that. He wants the best for you. He has the best for you. So, and it, and it says in the Bible, it's like those he corrects, he loves. So it is from his love, compassion for you that he wants to correct you so that you will experience his fullness of life that he's given to you through Jesus. It's his correction that, that, marks and reminds you, oh yeah, you're my dad. Oh yeah, I'm a child. Oh yeah, I don't have to figure it out all on my own. Oh yeah, my life is not my own. When your life isn't your own, you don't have to always figure everything out and you don't have to protect yourself. Um, You have a father who protects you. Yeah, you have a father who protects you. So ask the Lord, like, what am I believing about you? What is blocking me from seeing you as father? What's blocking me from receiving your fatherly affection and love for me? And just ask him, what is blocking me from seeing you as father? And ask him to help you see him rightly as your father God. I just want to read this scripture, John 1, 12. Yet to all in the NIV, yet to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. You believe in Jesus. This is your right. I have a right. I have access to the treasures of heaven. I have access, full access, like unhindered access to my father. I can come to him with requests. I can come to him with my feelings. I can come to him with my ish, my stuff. And he is my dad. He cares for me. He loves me. It's your right. He gave it to you. You do not have to earn the father's love. It's it's crazy. (laughs) We have to earn a lot of things in this world, but not with the father, not in the kingdom. Kingdom God opens doors. God makes a way. God 
tore the veil through whenever Jesus gave himself on the cross. The veil was torn so you could have full access to your father. So I feel like, yes, come back to your father's house today. Bless you. Hey sister, thanks for listening today. And if you enjoyed this episode, make sure and share it with a friend or share it to your Instagram story and give us a tag at the sisters of Christ. Always feel free to DM and reach out for prayer requests or if you just want to chat. All right, have an awesome day and I'll see you next time.